the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. News and talk you can trust. I tell you what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> the Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horne. Thanks for joining us. It is your Friday Morning Answer, finally a Friday with Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horne, and we are bringing you up to speed on just where we are with this electoral map. Some changes made to it overnight. Georgia now leaning towards Joe Biden, Pennsylvania now leaning towards Joe Biden. And we learned just a few moments ago at a press conference, Brian, that there will be a recount in the state of Georgia. They have just 4,000 ballots left to count, but the, the margin separating these two candidates at this moment, 1,579 leaning towards Biden in that state. So a recount launches automatically. And of course, this morning we've been talking about the counting of votes uh, in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, which is a county in Pennsylvania. Inside that county is the city of Pittsburgh. There's a lot of votes there, north of 30,000 votes that it was announced earlier this week. To allow for postmarked ballots sent by mail, postmarked on or before November 3, they were waiting until this afternoon, this Friday afternoon, Jennifer, to begin counting those votes. So that's a, as one person, uh, one official put a big chunk of votes, uh, over 30,000, and then you have provisional ballots beyond that uh, that will be counted today, later on today, during the day here on Friday in the critical state of Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania is necessary if President Trump wants to win, and uh, that is part, it's crucial to his path to victory as we wait on other states like Arizona, where Joe Biden is up by... uh, 43,779. That number has been ticking down all morning long, and President yes. Trump is on a trajectory to actually lead in that state as they continue to count votes if the margins stay roughly the same, where President Trump is getting about 57 to 58% of the votes that are still remaining in Arizona. Important the- piece of, uh, very quickly, of information, if you've been uh, with us, of course, uh, well, all year and beyond, thank you. And since the election, These numbers are changing in the states that are too close to call. If you were hearing us at this time yesterday, between yesterday and right now, zero. None of the disputed states that are yet to certify or proclaim a winner, none of the states have done that yet. So we're really just still counting, finding Hearing legal challenges, there has been no resolution in any of this half dozen states uh, that that are yet to certify their election results. Yeah, and to your point, the Trump campaign says that if they do certify as is, that they are going to contest the election. So uh, this is, uh, even if we get a winner, we still have uh, a few weeks ahead of us in uh, some of the battles back and forth. And certainly the Trump campaign is going to be tasked with providing uh, some hard evidence to the American people and making the case that there is 
some uh, nefarious action happening in the states. That's why a lot of the key members of the campaign, David Bossie in Arizona, Rick Grinnell in Nevada. We see Pam Bondi, Corey Lewandowski in Pennsylvania. I believe it was Eric Trump who was in Georgia. So there are people deployed all over the country in these key states to make sure that they're allowed access in the same way that's consistent with the access Democrats are given. Now, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, spoke a few minutes ago. And Brian, one of the things we haven't really had time to talk about is that a lot of Democrats in the House seem to be losing faith with Nancy Pelosi. And the question is, will she be able to count on their support to keep her title as Speaker of the House in January once the new House of Representatives is sworn in? Many are saying that she was very ineffective and blame her for the fact that It wasn't necessarily a a red wave, but certainly a red shift with Republicans expecting to pick up about 11 seats in the House, Democrats losing those seats, Republicans holding on to all of their seats. So this is bad, kind of bad news for Nancy Pelosi. And further, as part of a Democratic caucus call that was released the yep. some of the members of the House are saying not only are we wanting a shift away from Nancy Pelosi, but we also want a shift away from the AOCs of the world who are moving this party too far left. One of the representatives from Virginia said she almost lost her race, and she believes it's because they're embracing the socialist message. She said, if we keep using the word socialist, we will be blanking shellacked basically in 2022, and that this this message about defunding the police is really unpopular with the American people. And she blamed that for the Democratic losses in the House. Uh, We'll hear from Speaker Pelosi in a moment. By the way, not the first time that Speaker Nancy Pelosi in the House of Representatives has faced a challenge from within the Democratic caucus, elected Democrats who are representatives in the House of Representatives, challenging her to have another leader, a different speaker in the House of Representatives. Thus far, she has fended off those challenges. We'll see uh, if, if, if this challenge renewed is more of a threat your point about the progressive left wing of the democratic party in america wall street journal interesting editorial this morning uh about a potential potential victory for the former vice president joe biden to the mm-hmm. presidency point is made in an interesting piece that tuesday and all of these results as close as they are clearly are not a victory for the progressive wing of the democratic party it was my party i'm a member of that party i call myself a a classic liberal i'm a i think i'm a <laughs> i think i'm a pretty mainstream democrat i i'm different i think from, you're definitely uh, what have i said the last this whole week i've been saying you are a liberal i don't believe you are a leftist oh Point is that within the party of the or a socialist the, whack job, oh, oh, I, uh, some, whack job. Some <laughs> folks might challenge that. Uh, the uh, the the Democratic far left of the of the wing, the progressive so called progressive wing of the Democratic Party, uh, did not see victories on Tuesday in the election. For they almost uh, didn't. Joe Biden almost. We don't know who's been elected. But this election is a lot closer than we were led to believe it would be. So uh, Wall Street Journal says not a win for the progressives. And uh, we will hear from Nancy Pelosi in a few moments as to what her path forward is. She's bragging about winning the war again. Maybe that's premature. Maybe she just sees the writing on the wall that the war is Joe Biden sitting in the White House. But how effective will he be if he's got a Republican-led Senate and even less of a majority for Democrats in the House? And so... That's one of the things that I think is encouraging markets this morning, as you're seeing markets 
shooting up, even with all of this back and forth and a bit of chaos with our electoral system, because there is going to be a division of power. And I think you would see something completely different if Republicans were on track to lose their power in the Senate, because that's sort of the that's the that's the wall that will stop the Green New Deal. That's the wall that will will stop new taxes and things that you might expect from a more leftist agenda. You mentioned, and, and we'll have more conversation about this in the Friday free-for-all, that Joe Biden, if he wins, if, if, if he is the president-elect, uh, will he have – he has no mandate, but it might look a lot like what the Trump presidency started as in terms of support. We'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. We'll hear from Nancy Pelosi as well. Are you concerned about the volatility of your investments? As an investor with traditional investments, including IRAs, I'm concerned about the stock market, please, and how printing so much money out of thin air will affect the value of the dollar. I heard my friend Seb Gorka talk about Midas Gold Group, and I know owning precious metals adds safety and stability to savings and investment portfolios. So I finally spoke to Midas Gold Group for myself, and what a wonderful experience. There are no pushy salesmen. Their knowledgeable professionals know everyone's needs are different and they treat each person accordingly. I encourage you to meet with Midas Gold Group for yourself. Call to schedule an appointment and ask for their free IRA guide on how to use your IRA to own physical gold and do it tax-free. Call 805-601-6000. That's 805-601-6000. I get gold from Midas Gold Group and I believe you should too. Call 805-601-6000. Who were the big winners? Well, from Nancy Pelosi's perspective, we'll tell you. You as your Friday morning answer continues. Jennifer Horn is funny, smart, and beautiful. And then there's Brian. Toodles. Um, That's why I don't listen to the radio much anymore. Well, anyway, this is the morning answer. Thanks for joining us. It is your Friday morning answer. How you doing over there, Whitman? Brian and oh, Jen here. Me, I'm fine. I have my flak jacket on. I'm ready for combat, full rhetorical combat. That's Lindsey Graham. Now, he wasn't talking about me specifically, was he? Yeah, he can't. No, he can't listen to the radio anymore. because but I don't even listen anymore after what happened to Judge Kavanaugh. <laughs> I don't turn on any channels of anything. Okay, uh, Lindsey Graham is one. It's of- funny you should bring him up. Because uh, here's something that we've got a little surprise for you. If you are a long hauler, and I don't mean with COVID, (laughs) if you're a long hauler of the morning answer, you may remember Uh, back a couple of years ago, Whitman introduced to you the wheel of surrogates. And he allowed me to bedazzle it, and I decorated it. I added in all the names. Just in your mind's eye, picture really the wheel of fortune, except it stands upright. And instead of dollar amounts, it's got... Political names. pundits and names on there. That's right. And, the, and there was a time on this broadcast when uh, someone would be designated in the, in, the, in the radio theater, the theater of the mind, to grab the wheel of surrogates. And I might say, hey, Jen, give that a good rip. And, and I used to love it because I used wheel- to, you know, I want to be on Price is Right. So I always practice my spinning technique. Showcase showdown. Of course. Right? You're right. So the wheel of surrogates would go around and around where it stopped, no one knows. And of course, I would always sell Usually the Usually on Kellyanne Conway, though, which was uh, often, hey, hey, dude, man, it's Kellyanne. <laughs> or it I could think it was been, weighted or something towards it was, Kelly. Uh, there was some controversy and some claims were made. There's no truth, however, to that claim has yet been certified before the court. But we have brought back here uh, just in time to bring normalcy to an otherwise abnormal uh, unprecedented time. The Wheel of Surrogates is back, but we've changed the name. So it's like a spin off, but not quite. We were calling it the Wheel of Vote Finders. 
Yes. And we have to have this because <laughs> women, I mean, and let me just read you a few. Can I just read a few of the names off the wheel? Because it's, there are a lot of vote finders out there. Because uh, the wheel, whomever the wheel falls on, we will hear from that vote Because there's so many good things. So we've got Mick Mulvaney. Ooh. We have, oh, oh, we got Rick Grinnell. We oh. have Pam Bondi. Oh, there's Corey Lewandowski. Oh, Corey got, Lewandowski is, I see that. Uh, yeah, he's I've got there. Lindsey Graham. I've got Kevin McCarthy. Woo, Newt Gingrich and Ted Cruz. Are you ready, Whitman, to spin this wheel? You want to do it? Oh, you want me to do it? Well, the wheel's loaded up. Yeah, give me that. Here we go. Right. Wheel of vote getters. Let's give it a rip here. Well, Corey Lewandowski went across at a decent speed. I'm hoping speed. for Oh, no, Lindsey Graham. But I'm here tonight to stand with President Trump. He stood with me. He's the reason we're going to have a Senate majority. My, my race was overwhelming. He helped Senate Republicans. We're going to pick up House seats because of the campaign that uh, President Trump won. I'm going to donate $500,000 tonight uh, to President Trump's defense legal fund. I've been on your show. You've raised a ton of money for me. Your audience was incredibly helpful to lindsaygram.com. Give to donaldjtrump.com so we'll have the resources to fight. The allegations of wrongdoing are, are earth-shattering. It makes the Carter Warrant page application, Carter Warrant, uh, Carter Page Warrant application look on the up and up. So uh, Senate Republicans are going to be briefed by the Trump campaign Saturday, and every Senate Republican and House Republican needs to get on television and tell this story. The now, that's crowd how you erupts. do it, women. The that's crowd, how you do it. The crowd erupts in spontaneous applause for Senator Lindsey Graham, who, by the way, just made it through that South Carolina Senate race himself, but he's been reelected. To whom did he say that, Gobble? I mean, to whom did to he say that? To Sean Hannity. His- and by the way, when he said he was donating $500,000, I, I admit it, I ponied up. I. Uh, Donate. I, I donate a Ma- hundred bucks. Look. Okay. So you're officially I'm a man of meager means. Uh, uh, Jennifer, I'm going to put you. I know. I'm going to. Will you um, take Lindsay off and will you put me up there? We can't take Lindsay off the wheel of vote finders because right. he is a bona fide and qualified vote finder. He's parting with five hundred thousand dollars, half a million, to help President Trump's uh, legal effort to. Well, well, look. There's only one goal. Win the election, find some votes, get them in the column. We understand that. Uh, by the way, there's others on the wheel who are not uh, Lindsey Graham. Do you want to spin on... it one more time? You're excited, aren't you? Can I spin it am. this time? I am. It reminds me of sort of the halcyon days of – actually, I take that back. I'm glad you're here. Let me rip that wheel. Come on. I can do it, right? Can I do it? Can I? Do you want to do it? Yeah, I do. Hold on. Let me go over here. Okay, ready? Oh, now, okay. you can't lean. Are there's no ready? leaning against a wall ah. for – Here I go. Ah. Ooh, nice. How about that? Well, breeze coming off the wheel of vote finders. Your hair is blowing. I don't have hair. Oh, I Whoa. love him. My favorite. But Kevin what's McCarthy. very interesting here and shows more of the fraud, not one Republican incumbent lost. We're already won eight seats and we're ahead in 10 more. How would President Trump lose in an atmosphere like that? How is it possible that someone claimed that Joe Biden would win and not one Republican member of Congress lost re-election, but almost 15 Democrats did? And you know what's interesting happening? We're watching this go before our very eyes. Why is it in these major states that the big cities stop counting to all the rural votes come in till they know how many more they need? 
That is Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House who is gearing up to run for Speaker of the House again in two years. He thinks that he can close the majority and take back control of the House, and yeah. we'll see if that's possible. Now, Nancy Pelosi, who is the current Speaker, she may be that may be a battle, actually, to keep that position, to keep her gavel in January. But she was out declaring all victory today, just uh, about 10 minutes ago. This morning, it is clear that the Biden-Harris ticket will win the White House. Uh, His election is historic, propelled by the biggest vote ever in the history of our country, 73.8 million and counting Americans, the most votes ever received by any presidential ticket in history. President-elect Biden has a strong mandate to lead, and it will have a strong Democratic House with him and many Democrats in the Senate. This has been a life-or-death fight for the fate of our democracy, as he says, the soul of our country. We did not win every battle in the House, but we did win the war. You didn't win any battle. I am Nancy Pelosi from San Francisco. I'm a chocoholic. Whoa. Really? A (laughs) chocoholic? Nancy, it's not funny. Don't laugh. (laughs) I am Nancy Pelosi from San Francisco. I'm a chocoholic. This is hell. I have to tell you. Oh, Lindsay popped up on the wheel again there. Yeah, <laughs> He's very excited to be back. But Nancy Pelosi and her chocoholic, that was, I think, when we look back in the uh, the time machine, that was when she was standing in front of her uh, freezer with all of that, like, $20 a pint ice cream, right? I remember that. Very high-end ice yeah, cream. Yeah, it was expensive. Uh, it, that was not just, like, expensive. it wasn't even Ben and Jerry's. It was, like, uh, Jenny's ice cream or something. That's right. And if you take the high-end ice cream and you couple that with the high-end, open the salon only for me blowout haircut, She's living a pretty decent life there on the hot. <laughs> Nancy, you're an aristocrat, darling. <laughs> totally in touch with all of her voters. All right, so there you have Nancy Pelosi claiming victory. We well, will see if uh, that is indeed the case. It looks better for Joe Biden. Certainly, we're getting an update on Arizona's vote tally in just a few minutes, so we'll know if President Trump is making inroads there. That would keep his hopes alive, but certainly he was still, as of last count, down about 43,000 votes. Uh, in the state of Arizona, confusion. Arizona, in the state of confusion. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's very funny. It's very true. And it seems, as we said a week ago, this is really not the ending of 2020, this election. We thought maybe it would bring closure emotionally, some closure to this crazy year of 2020. In fact, uh, 2020 shall ring out with national confusion. Yeah, it is. uh, Certainly uh, people are looking for some clarity, and that's why we are looking to the states to provide that. Kelly Ward is the head of the Republican Party in Arizona. She spoke with um, David Bossie, who was representing the Trump campaign yesterday, talking about the trend they're seeing in Arizona. Count our votes. And that's what exactly what we're doing. When 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 the race was inappropriately called by the media, the fake news media, um, we, we, you know, Trump was, was just behind by 200,000 votes. There were hundreds and thousands of votes that were still out. Hundreds of thousands of votes that are still out. And even still today, there are hundreds of thousands of votes. And I can tell you that it is trending in the direction of President Donald J. Trump. These last pardon two me. ladies, very breathy. Kelly Warren and Nancy Jen, Pelosi. <laughs> pardon me. Uh, we, uh, the wheel of uh, surrogates, now the wheel of vote. Uh, finders uh, yes. behind it. I left my Excedrin. Oh, would you here? Hold on. Thank you, my dear. Thank you very much. There you go. All, All right. right. <laughs> Don't forget, world famous Friday free for all. How many are in up. here? 
It's happening. Election 2020 edition coming up at 8.54. Get your thoughts ready. One thought, one thought only. <laughs> Unscreened for content comes up in just about 20 minutes time as Get- your Friday morning answer. Brian Whitman's voices. Jennifer Horn's brain. What else do you need to start your day? This is the morning answer. Allow me to say in this moment. It's a little joke. I get no, I, I, truly, I, Jennifer, you know me. I don't get enjoyment out of other people having unfortunate election outcomes. I mean, everybody <laughs> picks. You're right. <laughs> what are you doing? What, 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 I just think that's funny. Go ahead. Well, I don't. I, 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 I don't get happy because other people in the moment feel like the trajectory of the results as the votes are being counted might not go their way. I truly don't. Okay. In fact, I'll prove it. Who who does the best Donald Trump characterization of anyone you've ever met in your life? Oh, well, clearly it's uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> well, okay. You, you might be right. In the fr- No, okay. uh, Alec Baldwin is not good at all. I was just teasing you. It is you, and you know that I think that. In my uh, Friday free-for-all at 8.54, exactly, counter, uh, 17 minutes away from that exciting conclusion to this rambunctious week. Now, uh, when someone's president and I can kind of imitate them, it, the, the net result of that is some money. You know, moolah shmoolah yeah. coming into Casa de Whitman. Of course. And I wrote it out, you know, with uh, – Kind of like uh, those votes you. filtering right. into Pennsylvania. Well, that's right. Look here. seven. I mean, I had eight years of that. Thank you. <laughs> and then, hey, you know, I appreciate you. <laughs> eight years of that. Yeah. I was all working. Back to Reagan. Well, I, uh, and here we go now. I got Trump down. I mean, this is my – my meal ticket into the next decade. I don't want him to lose. No, I, I know. And, you know, Biden's going to be kind of boring. But we. Card pop. How many times can you do that? I know. A few, I have we, to. We, we laugh every time. Well, we do. Good. <laughs> we Good. are just a few minutes away from the Friday free for all. We will give you the rules in a few moments if you are just joining us. We'll also give you a, a quick election update before the best and worst of the week. But first, some accolades from our friend Deb in Nashville. Hi, Deb. You're on the morning answer with Brian and Jen. Hi, you guys. I want to thank you. I'm a hardcore age 78 first-time caller. Yeah, girl. And I'm out in Nashville. I'm hanging out with my son because of COVID. Unemployed teacher. Thank you to COVID. But you know what? Staying strong. And you guys just, you're so eloquent in your stand uh, individually, but your camaraderie. I just, and Brian, your impressions. Oh, my God. You've made me laugh more. We have to keep a sense of civility. Yes, we do. Yes, yes we do. And it's going to be hard. Yep. I know it is. And I love Trump more than he reminds me of my dad, and I've tried to tell people, don't look at the personality. Look at the values that you are voting for. That's right. not about personality. But you know what? Sometimes, Deb, uh, I was saying, and by the way, thanks. Everything you said is so sweet, but... Sometimes it is about personality, and it's okay to vote for somebody because you think – I mean, look at President Ronald Reagan, the late President Reagan. The, the, the person, the, the, the personality, the, the, the humor, the determination, the conviction, the, it was okay. Yep. It's yeah. okay to appreciate a candidate. I think sometimes it is about personality too, Deb, because look at – I think there are a lot of people who don't like Kamala Harris because of her personality. I think people don't like her her temperament. I think that the 50 – 
percent of people in this country who voted as Democrats and voted against President Trump were voting against his personality. I don't I don't even know if they gave him a chance to even look at the output, to look at Middle East peace, to look at what he did for the economy. They don't care because they just don't like him. And that's really unfortunate, I think, because, Deb, I look at output more than personality and I want someone who's going to get things done. But I don't know if the rest of the country is ready for that. And that's that's too bad, I think. But thank you so much for the nice words. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. All right. You you have a great weekend in Nashville. I love Nashville, by the way. It's a Music City. They don't call it Music City for no reason. So much fun. Music City. All right. Let's do a quick rundown of just where we are with some of these races before we get to our best and worst of the week. We'll start. Let's do some of the local stuff. We haven't covered that quite as much, and there are some congressional races that we've been watching. So to update you on the uh, 25th congressional district, that is Mike Garcia's race. He is the Republican incumbent trying to maintain his seat. Christy Smith is the assemb- former Assemblywoman and challenger. She's a Democrat. They're tied 50-50, but they are separated by just about 1,700 votes. So we're keeping an eye on that one. In District number 39, Young Kim is ahead, eking out a little bit over Gil Cisneros, the incumbent Democrat, 40.5, or sorry, 50.4% to 49.6%. And then in District number 48, Michelle Steele still up over Harley Rauta, 50.7% to 49.3%. If you look at the big electoral map, some changes overnight. If you're just joining us, Biden has taken the lead in Georgia and Pennsylvania. There are still lawsuits at play in the state of Pennsylvania, in the state of Nevada, where President Trump is now losing by 22,000 votes. There will be a recount in Georgia. 1,500 votes separates these two candidates. And in Arizona, President Trump picking up a little bit of ground. He needs to do that to hang on to Arizona and have his chances at victory stay alive. Uh, That's exactly right. In Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, in that county is the city of Pittsburgh, later this afternoon, and they decided this a couple of days ago to accommodate postmarks on mail-in ballots for they had to come in by November 3. This afternoon, north of 30,000 votes that have not yet even been counted a first time are going to be counted in the state of Pennsylvania. The 20 electoral votes uh, in that state are obviously critical. If you look at the raw numbers of the popular vote, Uh, Right now, former Vice President Biden at 73,496,000. President Trump, 69,631,000. A lot of people have voted. All right, it's time. It's the best and the worst of the week. Rise and shine. Every week, there's some really good stuff. (laughs) And, well, there's some really bad stuff. I was shoved down the stairs at a castle in Germany once by some tourists. Well, we gather it all together just for you. Boy, I'm hot today. That's right. It's time for The Morning Answer Weekly Wrap. I can't help it. You're making me laugh. The best and worst of the week. Can you tell them all to be quiet? Let's go. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you, Corn Pop, he got out there and said there's a perfect physical specimen. <laughs> Come on, man. We all know that's Barack Hussein Obama. <sighs> well, that's a little better. I mean, old hair plugs Biden. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by the way, he, he going was. going after people's hair care. Joe Biden was, I was around, you know, and paying attention in the 80s. Yeah. President. He was rocking the plugs. Oh. Long before FDA approval of plugs. He had had to hurry it through for Joe. He needed the plug so bad. Pray for our country. It's election day. (laughs) 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 And when you're praying, say a little prayer for Corn Pop because he was a real bad dude. dude. (laughs) Uh, Holy smoke, you do realize what we're doing here, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, right. You got it, folks, right? We're, 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 you realize that it's what Donald we have. Donald Trump is that. We have the star of The Apprentice. You know, the guy said, you're fired. And then you have, uh, oh. I tell you, man. Hey, Corp Pop, trying to go with me. But the two of them, as hot messes they both are. They should the be co-presidents should... and just argue it out. Maybe. Yeah. What about that? What about well, that idea? Well, a joke. Nobody wants rent control. Nobody. I can introduce you to a few <laughs> ventures that might take issue with that, Tom. But you're right. Hey, look, the result is it got defeated. <laughs> it, it got defeated, right? All right. And uh, your app, your app uh, proposition, the one that lets you continue to have your Uber or Lyft driver, uh, be curious to find out which one you prefer sometime. But not right now. Yes, on 22. <laughs> that one won 58 to 41 percent. 23, eight requirements for kidney dialysis crisis uh, clinic, 64%. Thanks for joining us on your Thursday morning answer. The final countdown is on. Wait, now they're counting backwards? Oh. Wait, oh. counting down? I thought this we got one. Count- no. This oh. one. It's the final countdown. But when you count these votes, I don't know who these bad people are. There you have it. The best and the worst of the week. And uh, we end uh, our election 2020 week with a very special world famous Friday free for all. Whitman, tell them how it's done. Well, here's how it works. Uh, you call the following number, 855-785-8255. You have one thought. And that's a challenge, certainly for me. I got to, yeah. you know, one thought. Edit yourself. Entertain, inform, enlighten, rally for a candidate in this disputed presidential election. Do it now. Your calls are unscreened for content as we end the broadcast week on your Friday morning answer. 855-785-8255. Load them up. It's time. The lines are open. 855-785-8255. The world famous Friday Free For All is next on your Friday morning answer. The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Jen is the conservative crusader. Brian is our lovable liberal. Welcome to The Answer. That is right. The lovable liberal, the conservative crusader, Brian and Jen, we are here. It is the end, the culmination what? of election wait, week. Wait, hold on. No, it's not... Oh, hold on. Whitman signed this clipboard. Oh, oh please. Yeah, no. We have yeah. no result in the election yet, but oh, here we sit. What, okay. And uh, we want to talk to you. Uh, you know, this is your time. The world-famous Friday free-for-all. This is when you get to call in. And we don't ask you what you're calling about. You can ask anything. You can say anything. You can complain. You can compliment. You can uh, pledge you can, money to President Trump's legal defense fund. I mean, anything is of, possible. And here. by the way, you can criticize performance. Uh, of course. Certainly mine. Uh, I don't know what you could say about Jennifer. It's not fantastic. But I know for me, you oh, could please. do that. I've seen your tweets. And not yours. You, well, I got a few tweets for you, my yeah. dear. <laughs> when when you usually call a talk radio show, you have to talk to a call screener. It's right. usually some doofus a bozo. Who, who actually controls whether or not you get on the radio. So what we do on a Friday, we get rid of that person mm-hmm. and we satisfy your primal urge to have the final word on anything and everything at 855-785-8255. Keep it pithy, informative, entertaining. One thought. One thought only, I will be enforcing that rigorous standard for all voters in this 
opinion election. 855-785-8255. Load them up. We've got one line open. That really doesn't happen very often. 855-785-8255 is the number to call your phone calls in moments. But first, in Pennsylvania, the legal battle continues, Brian. The Trump campaign suing for access so they can at least watch the count. I don't think that's that's uh, asking too much. The uh, two that are out there representing it, along with Rudy Giuliani, Corey Lewandowski and Pam Bondi, she's a former attorney general from the state of Florida. They were out there literally with megaphones asking to be let into a facility so they could watch the count. This was uh, audio from the scene last night. They have refused to let us have meaningful a meaningful view of the vote count. They have continued to count the votes because, because they have done nothing to help us they are not letting every legal vote count. They are letting anything come in. They are not letting us look at anything at all. Nothing. So we have filed in federal court. We have just filed a motion in federal court for immediate injunctive relief to shut down the voting process until, until we can get a resolution where we can look at these ballots. There is a reason that they are suppressing election results, the legal election results, because they will not let us look at the ballot. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you should care about this. They're trying to suppress our voices now, and they will not do it. Every panel bonding. I want to see naturally how long she'll talk into that megaphone. Well, she's talking to that megaphone to spread the word, and she wants every legal vote counted. They want to be able to witness that. They have the court order to do it, and they were still not being allowed into the facility. So that court battle in Pennsylvania continues today, along with the court challenge in Nevada as well. That lawsuit's supposed to be filed today from the Trump campaign. That's right, and the brand-new votes never counted. Actually, it's really true in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. Pam Bondi ought not be your inspiration for your performance on the world-famous Friday free-for-all. Unless Pam you have a megaphone. Lots of, this is Mayor Ralph Giuliani, former federal prosecutor of New York City. All right. <laughs> so one thought, one thought only. Don't Bondi this up, okay, folks? <laughs> it's time. 855-785-8255. Hit it. It's the morning answer. Friday free-for-all. One thought and one thought only. No screener. The last word goes to you. Yeah, it's like radio Twitter. But as always, please, no obscenities. Let's keep it clean out there. 855-785-8255. Now, let's get this going. It has been a very stressful week for some of us here at the old radio station. Make it snappy, pithy, opine, entertain. Let's get to it. I've already hit the button on the oven. <laughs> Complaints, compliments, questions, or if you just want to get some frustration out, you can even tell us a joke. Got a haiku? We used to ask for those until we learned better. Remember that? We learned they were nine <laughs> sentences long or something. <laughs> 855-785-8255. When you hear one line go away, that's when you can slide right into the open line. 855-785-8255. Ruby in Redlands. Hi, Ruby. Hi. Uh, yeah, Biden, my definition, embalmed, heart attack waiting to happen, boring geriatric puppet. And he's already used the expression, now let me be clear. The left MO is fraud. I uh, feel the country okay. is going crazy. I think something is happening in this great nation. Is- Some of us are detaching from reality. Well, that leaves one line open, 855-785-8255. Daryl in Anaheim. Hi, Daryl. Morning, gorgeous. Love you both. Daryl, wait a second. Are you the Daryl? Wait, Daryl, are you the Daryl that sent me all those wonderful gifts? 
You received them. Awesome. I'm I put a Wait, thank you. the order. And we have a gift coming I back. Want to, I just want to tell you what Daryl did, and I know I'm breaking the rules, That's but fine. he sent me a Wonder Woman ornament. He sent me a Hall of Justice ornament. He sent me, and we won't hold this against him, a Houston Astros ornament. And he sent me a really cool Christmas mug. And, Daryl, I put a thank you up on social media, but I just want to thank you for that. Thank you so much. You're so sweet, and I loved your letter. Go ahead. My, my pleasure, my pleasure, gorgeous. Just if we just we might just follow directions for the Astros, uh, Astros one. Yeah, and uh, break I just it. Say- <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I all right, go enough. ahead. Friday free for all. You've got one thought, one thought only, I'll Daryl. Have one after this. All right, gorgeous. Just like the Dodgers, okay, President gorgeous. Trump will be the champion. Yeah, my friend. that's hey, Darryl, right. Uh, uh, no, something I love Jennifer- that. Jennifer responded to your very kind gift basket. A more specific response will be coming from the court of L.A. County. Never. With a Daryl's my man. He did a great job. Thank you, Daryl. Again, right. so sweet. Brent so to Los Angeles. Hi, Brent. Hello, Brian and Jen. Whoa. The soulless socialists scream that they are here Kids. to save our souls. The lawless lunatics lie that they are here to promote our laws, while their hateful and heartless force upon us their love. Theirs is a world of darkness, deception, and death. Brent, what Thank you, Brent. You? Wait, and, well, Brent oh, but you, here's the good news. <laughs> what happened? Jennifer, you know the Brent. He's, was some, he's got a cold or something. I don't know. He's fine. Colton, Lake Elsinore. Hi, Colton. What's happening? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good you know, morning. I got a little bug on me that's been going on for a while. And I drive tow trucks. Okay. People, drivers out there, going down the freeway, you see the flashing lights? Yes. Pull over. Over. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. And by the way, all of uh, thank you, Colton, eight five five seven eight five eight two five five. May we all glean from Colton a greater wisdom. Just, just, um, just yeah, just be side polite. Tino Redlands. Hi, Tino. Good morning, uh, Joe Biden. He should have retired when he had the chance. He should have, but now, now he that. could be our president. <clears throat> James in Garden Grove. Oh, sorry. Did I actually have a Whoops. little reflux? Whoopsie Hi, doozy. James. Hello. Hey, the election is over, and this is more important. Hey, Wheatman, every time I call and Jennifer and I start flirting, it's hot, it's fun, it's sexy. We're in it the mood. Yeah. You being the big ass-off, start yelling restraining order, restraining <laughs> order, and ruin the mood. So butt out, pal. Take your insecurities elsewhere. James, that I was super hot. Only tell you, it comes from uh, the county can rain on a parade sometimes. <laughs> Larry in an Uber in Anaheim. Hi, Larry. Hi, this is Larry. I met you guys at the Ontario that day, the Uber driver. Yeah, of course. Of course. Hi, Larry. How are you? Yeah, I'm just really happy we got our work back. So I've been working during this whole pandemic, and uh, it's been great. I've been, I've been, uh, Prop 22. Yes. We are happy for you, Larry. Prop 22 passing. Sorry, Kate. Sorry, Charlie. All the rest of you. Oh, look. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. Yeah, sorry. That's the best place I've ever heard. Got to call earlier next time, guys. Yeah. Hate to leave you hanging. but Your fault, guys. All right. Well, maybe Monday we might have an answer. For presidential, who's going to be the next president? Who might be the president. And uh, we thank you for joining us all week long. We so love having you here with us. Make it a great Friday. It's 9 o'clock.